The Football Trash Talk for Real Fans podcast is a free-flowing conversation that may touch on mature subjects. While the opinions are real, the research probably isn't, and somehow Atticus will find a way to talk about the Knicks. And here we go. He Trump dudes. It wasn't just in a preseason game. He did it pretty consistently. <laughs> he left dudes saying what happened. You better put some respect on his name when we're talking about the champion, the Davion Cloud. And I'm just going on eye test here, right? Like, I like the look of this coaching staff, you know? All right, enough of this. Let's see what kind of shit we get into today. <laughs> Are you high? Boy, it's all yours. What's up, man? Uh, not too much. Uh, how you doing? I'm good. Yeah. Doing a little better. Got a little, got a little pep in my step today. Thank God for Dearness Johnson. Yeah, no kidding. So, real talk. How many trade offers do you think the Browns get for him? Um, why not just like- play? Why not play with three? Considering the fact that injuries are abundant, why not have a be the first team with a three-headed monster? Well, because we also have Felton, who we just drafted, who I think uh, would be pretty good too. I, I don't know. I, I don't know if you can honestly rotate three running backs effectively, but they've done it pretty well with two, I guess. Here's the other thing, like not to take away from Nick Chubb because he he's the horse, right? And we all knew Kareem Hunt was a great back. How good's that line? Well, and, and the the fun thing about that line is uh, a couple people were playing injured, and we weren't even at full strength. Uh, Coughlin was out, so it. I mean, if there's any one strength to the Browns, it's the offensive line, right? You know, was that like that the last year? It's like that this year. Um, and it's why Baker Mayfield, if if we do sign him long term, can't take forty million because he he needs a line like that. That team with him will need a line like that. Well, the uh, fact that Case Keenum came in and, and they won the game, um, you know he he's if he wants to be a Brown, he's not going to get a forty million dollar contract, right? You know what I mean? And like he needs to realize that. They could they could go out and get another Baker Mayfield. They could get Sam Darnold, right? And and have pretty much the same thing, right? Well, and, the, and that's that's kind of been the thing about Baker. Like like I like Baker. I, I think he fits the team, and I've said that before. I think he fits the city of Cleveland. But yeah, he he's not he's not Patrick Mahomes. He's not Herbert. He's not you know. Um, he's not Allen. He, he, he I, I'd say he's like in the middle of the second tier of quarterbacks, which is totally fine. You can win a Super Bowl with that, especially with a line like that, a running game like that. The defense needs to come together a little bit more. Right. Um, but, but other than that, like you can win a Super Bowl with a quarterback like Baker. I'm not worried about that. Like I've said before, I mean, I, I feel it's, it's perfectly within. Baker's abilities to do 250 to 300 yards a game, right? And two touchdowns and ideally no turnovers. I don't think that's out of the realm of possibility or expectation for Baker Mayfield. Um, you know, it kind of leads me to the uh, to the elephant in the room that with wearing the number 13 jersey. What happened to OBJ? Uh, he, he, did, he dove for that ball and landed on his bad shoulder. That's what happened. I mean... And Landry's not in any much better better shape either, man. Like he came back into the game. I it didn't look like he was going to though. Like I don't know what happened to him on that play, but like he went out like hobbling and it didn't look good. Right. Right. So like your your top two receivers are questionable, right? But what I, don't I, mean, think, I, I think Baker's just I mean not Baker. I think Beckham's just prone. He's just injury prone, man. Well, I, I mean even more than that, because even before he, he landed on that shoulder, he had two or three drops. Like, they threw to him, I want to say six times maybe, five, six times. He dropped, straight up dropped the first three. Like, so it's not a, oh, Baker's throwing it 15 feet over his head. Like, two of them hit him in the hands, and he just dropped it. Um, You know, so it's just he's not the receiver he was four or five years ago. 
Um, and it's just, it's, you know, I, I was, I, I, there's always been kind of this thing in Cleveland, like, is it a chemistry issue with Baker? Does Baker zero in on him too much? Is that the problem? Um, but then Case comes in and Case, you know, say what you want about Case Keenum. He's a veteran quarterback and he had trouble connecting with Beckham, right? I mean, Landry so, was five for eight though, too. Landry had eight targets. He only caught five. Right, but that's normal, right? That's about what you'd expect. Yeah. 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 But is Johnson, uh, can we just go over his stat line real quick? What is it? 20- First off, you're welcome. For what? Uh, like in every other league, I put in to get him off of waivers. And I was ahead of you on waivers. And I put him number one. For whatever reason, I didn't fucking go after him in the FYT Fantasy Football League. I have no, I have no clue how I, I made that blunder. So you're welcome. <laughs> yeah. So 24 points, but uh, well, you know, just to make up for it, just because I've been so distracted, I completely uh, played Kareem Hunt in my other league. So that's <laughs> that's how busy I've been. So the universe kind of evil evens it out on that one. I, I checked the other league about halfway through, and I was just like. Oh crap! I started Cream Hunt, so <laughs> so that's that's where we are on that. But yeah, I mean, twenty two carries for one hundred and forty six yards, a touchdown, and I think like another one or two receptions for an additional like twenty ish yards. Yeah, I mean, he was the offense. He he won that game. I mean, Case was good. Case did came in and did what you'd expect a veteran backup quarterback to do. Um, I don't even think he broke 200 yards. I think he was right there, but I don't think he actually broke 200 yards. 199. Um, 199, yeah. So, but that that game was won almost solely on the shoulders of Mr. Johnson, uh, number 30 in your playbooks. So, yeah, I mean, the offensive line and Johnson, and it's, you know, it's I, I, I've heard about the, you know, we do the zone blocking thing that they used in Denver for a really long time. And I almost like, not that I want, not that I'm saying we should get rid of Chubb, not that I'm saying we should get rid of Hunt, but I almost wonder if that zone blocking thing is so, because there was a while where that's what was happening in Denver. They would play, they would have a running back that would do really great for like two, three years. They'd let him go. And then they just bring in whoever who then turn around and put up thousand yard seasons for two, three years in a row. Um, I don't know. I mean, as far as what this game means, I'm happy the Browns are, you know, above 500. They're four and three. We got the uh, we got the the Bengals uh, playing the Ravens this week, which we'll get to in a little bit. So if, you know, best case scenario, I mean, either way, it's kind of a win win. Either they'll be at worst tied for second in the division record wise. I'm not going to worry about all the tiebreakers um, or uh, they'll only be a game out of first. So. Actually, I think if the Bengals, just because they've already beaten the Steelers, if the Bengals win this weekend, they're technically number one in the division just by tiebreaker, by division record. Yeah. Um, but we get a mini buy headed to Pittsburgh. Um, I, no, that's you know, a home game for you. What'd you say? It's a home game for you on Halloween. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so all things considered where, where we were sitting a week ago, right, for the Browns. I think we're in a pretty good spot. All things considered is do I, you know, is it, am I saying like, okay, this is it. We've turned the corner. No, but out of all the possible outcomes, we rested a lot of starters. Hopefully, you know, whatever happened with Landry isn't too bad, but Baker's getting rest. We rested a lot of starters. Defense is still a little, you know, they were great in the first half, but that seems to be Denver's NMO is to just not start playing football on offense until the second half. Um, on the flip side, Denver, yikes. Uh, I don't even know what you say. They, they, their defense should be a lot better than it is, I feel like, for some reason. Now, granted, Browns didn't put up a ton of points, but that first drive, and I know I said something in the group at the time, and it wasn't even trash talk. That literally what, like, I don't think we had any negative. I think our worst play in that opening drive was like a seven-yard run. Like, we just rolled right down the field in like six or seven, six or seven plays. Um, and it's weird because if you look at their roster, they have talent on every level in that defense. So I don't exactly know what's going on there. Um, any thoughts Vaughn, on Denver? I think Vaughn going down hurts them, right? Like he's, he's a leader. So, uh, they still got a couple guys out though, too. Um, you know, it's just, 
they they made they clawed their way back, made an interesting game. You know, couldn't get over the hump. Looked like they were going to. You know, it's just it's just one of those things, right? Like, you know, I thought after the first series that the Browns were going to roll up 35, 40 points. So the fact that they held them down to 17, I mean, 17 points in the whole lot. Well, you don't win most games scoring 17 points. Right, right. You know, I mean – I, I will say one last thing about the Browns on this game. I, I think the game, the way it was called, definitely kind of brought some of the shine back to Stefanski. Um, you know, there have been some questionable things that have happened in the last couple of games, but uh, the, the one thing, the one thing the Browns definitely need to work on, I mean, injuries, you can't really help. You just hope people get better. The penalties. We racked up again, I want to say another nine penalties or so for 60 yards. Um that that's got to stop. I mean, that's, that's what's killing us. It's it, it, I, you know, the Cardinals would have won anyway, but it didn't help that we bailed them out two separate times with, right. you know, right. roughing the passer calls. So yeah, uh, they, they need to, they need to work on the penalties, but other than that, as a Browns fan, I'm pretty content with where we are mini by Pittsburgh at home who, you know, again, I, offensively, I'm not real afraid of right now. So um, you know, I, I like our chances to, to win against Pittsburgh at home. That puts us at, you know, five and three, and we see where the cards are after next weekend. Uh, these are three pivotal games for the Browns, right? Like your 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 season hinges on it, right? It really does, because you have a gauntlet to, to finish the season. So these next three games are super important. You have the Steelers, you're at Cincinnati, and you're at New England. And I know New England doesn't have Tom Brady and they have a rookie quarterback, but they they've put together some impressive play, right? Like they're they're playing good football and it's in New England, you know. So these three after that, you get a little bit of a reprieve. You get the Lions, but then you go Ravens, Ravens, Raiders, Packers, Steelers, Bengals. Yeah, no, I, I mean that's the thing. <laughs> When I was looking at this schedule, right, at the beginning of the year before, you know, I thought the Bengals would still be down. I thought the Steelers would be a little bit better. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's really like there are like the Lions are the closest thing we have to a layup game, right? Like I don't like to say any team's going to be a definite victory, but if I was to circle one, it's the Lions. I mean, the, the, the Patriots, we should beat. However, Bill Belichick, you know, uh, uh, um, Mac Jones is showing flashes. They have some talent. You know, they have a good defense. Um, it's just going to, you know, the, we don't have layup, layup games. Like, we, we don't. And Cincinnati, you know, going to Cincinnati and then to uh, New England, it's just that's, that's going to be rough. I was originally worried about this stretch because I, I looked at Pittsburgh and New England. Now I'm worried about it because I'm looking at the Bengals in New England. That's probably about the only thing that's changed. I'm more worried about the Bengals, I should say, than I am about the Steelers. I think you have to go two and one over the next three games, right? Theoretically, you got to go three and one over the next four, right? Like I'm giving you the Lions, right? Like I'm I'm just gonna give the Browns the Lions right now. So the next three games, you got to go two and one. If you don't, if you go one and two, and then two and two, so you're sitting at like six and five. Heading into that that stretch, like that's scary. Yeah, I mean the way the schedule is playing out for the Browns. Like I said, that's the other reason why sitting here today at four and three with that schedule ahead. Like at least I can say the Browns somewhat control their destiny because we still play our entire division twice. Um, you know, if I'm being realistic, I'm hoping for. I think I, I think the, a realistic outcome will be assuming we get healthy. You know, assuming no more major injuries. Uh, I'm going to say a split with Cincinnati. We sweep Pittsburgh and a split with the Ravens. That's that. I think that's realistic. Um, and I, I think you know that would not counting what happens in the other games. You know that that's four and two, so that's eight and five. Um, and you just got to go from there and see what happens. I mean, I'd like to think that sooner or later the Ravens are going to slow down a little bit. I don't see them without looking at their schedule. I'm sure it's going to get harder. 
Um, so we'll see. We'll see how they handle the Bengals. I mean, that, that's probably the, the game of the week in my book, if for no other reason than it pertains real close to, you know, the, the fortunes of the Browns. But uh, I, I, I'm interested to see that game for a multitude of reasons. All right. Yeah. So go Browns. Good game. On to on to week uh, seven here. So let's start with uh, let's start with Washington and the Packers. Okay. Uh, it's in Green Bay. Uh, I've said this before. I think Washington's defense is not playing up to par. Uh, right. Green Bay's defense is looking a little bit better. Aaron Rodgers is a Ron again, right? Mm-hmm. Like I, I don't see them losing this game. It's Green Bay by eight, which is a big line, right? But, I mean, I don't see it. I could see them winning by 10 easily, you know, without without any trouble whatsoever. Uh, they could run the ball. They could pass the ball. And Rodgers is Rodgers. And I don't think that – I don't think Washington has a secondary to contain him whatsoever, you know, unless Chase Young goes ham and that front line – can get to him and get him off the mark a little bit, they're in trouble. Yeah, yeah I mean, I, I agree. I Washington, um, they've completely like I don't know what happened to that defense. Um, and then of course the offense, you know, uh uh Fitzpatrick got hurt in week one. So that whole like gunslinger, fast-paced offense, I think they were playing it just fell by the wayside. Um, yeah, I think the Packers are just too much. I don't like predicting 10 point victories. So I'll just say a nine point victory because I don't <laughs> predict 10 point victories for anybody. But uh, yeah, I mean, and it's at Lambeau. Like <laughs> there's, there's just no way there's like something, you know, catastrophically wrong would have to go for this game, even to be like really close in my mind. Yeah. I don't see it being close at all. What's Washington get? They're giving up. Like, I feel like I haven't seen a game where they've given up less than like 25 points. They're giving up a lot. So they've, uh, They've given up 186 points in six games. So that's 30, 31 a game. Yeah. And I don't think playing the Packers and Aaron Rodgers in AA Ron mode is going to uh, help that help that statistic at all. So, no. And I don't yeah. mind seeing Washington lose, right? Because, you know, we still don't know what Philly is. We, You know, like, I mean, they, they look dread awful in the first two and a half, three quarters, and then they – you know, they start playing football. Like, what the fuck? Number one. And, and Washington losing is only good for them. You know, although I, I'd rather, you know, obviously I want to see them win, but I like, I also like three first round draft picks next year. So I'd like them to be as high as possible. But Washington is not the team I thought they were at the start of the season. That's why I, I figured they'd at least compete. Um, well, I they're, think- play, they're playing a, 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 a conference wing schedule you know what i mean yeah competition is much harder right yeah they've fallen off though man that's it's just it's drastic like i thought they'd at least challenge for that i mean i i don't see i mean you know i i know i just i don't see the way dallas doesn't win the east at this point like i just don't see it like i think they'll slow like i like i said with the ravens i don't think they're gonna go you know the rest of the way and only have the one loss or something or only lose one other game. But I just don't see, although with Dallas, I mean, looking at their schedule, we looked at it a little bit. We peaked at it last week and I only see that they don't even play this week. Do they No, No, they got a bye. Um, yeah. They're on the bye, but just looking at their schedule last week, there were only like three games where I was really like, okay, I could see them losing like at the saints and stuff like that. But, and that depends on what saints team decides to show up. So I think that's Dallas's division to lose. If you're if your team like the Eagles, and you know, we can just go right. I think we're both in agreement that Green Bay is gonna just roll. So we'll kind of slide over to the Eagles Raiders. Um, if your team like the Eagles, you know, I, I'm for getting I, I, at this point, I feel like you just kind of wanna keep players healthy. You don't want any major injuries, and you want to get some reps. Like I want to see some chemistry between uh Hertz and um Smith. Wait, yep. who's the, yeah, Smith. Um I'd like to see some of that chemistry uh, uh, form. I mean, I just, I'd like to see them get Miles Sanders uh, figured out in that offense, like get him a role, figure out something with him. Um, 
There are just some question marks with the Eagles. I'd like to see them work out. Um, but yeah, it's kind of like you said at this point for them, you know, sure. You'd like to, you know, for pride reasons, finish higher in the division, but at the same time, you, you have the three first round picks. Like you're playing in a way for next year. Cause you're going to reload, get some fresh talent in there and come out the gates. Um, so, I mean, it, it's kind of like, I, and it's at, it's at the Raiders. I mean, I, I think the Raiders are going to win this. I don't see a reason why they wouldn't. Um, you know, I don't think it's going to be like a blowout like we're predicting for the other team. I don't even know what the, what's the uh, what's the line in this one. Three, three. Ooh, that's really? it's, an, it's an eagle line, right? I'm not gonna I'm not gonna pick them to win, right? Uh, it's a winnable game though. You know, uh, the Raiders, you know, came out smoking. Uh, had the Gruden factor thrown in there, uh, and have you know they bounced back last week, but you know, they're also playing different competition. So I, I can see this game going anywhere. Really. You know, I think uh I think their game relies heavily on Derek Carr passing the ball. And uh I think the Eagles defense is sneakily better against the pass than they have been in the last five years. So we'll see. Uh I'm not I'm picking the Raiders though. So uh, I look, really want to. I, I I'm going to sediment your your or I'm going to rehash your sediments. Right. I want to see Miles Sanders carry the ball 15 plus times. You know, plus a few other touches catching the ball. He has to run the ball 15 plus times. I'm benching him this week. You know, and and that's the week he's going to have 23 carries for 192 yards and four touchdowns. You watch. It's going to happen. <laughs> That's why I don't. That's why I don't pick Eagle players for my fantasy team because I'm ready to bench Devonte Smith too. I have both of them. Well, see, you know, it's funny because for the first time, for the longest time, the Browns didn't have anyone worth drafting in fantasy. Like there was a couple years where uh, Trent Richardson was like, you know, he was a, a late first, early second round back. Uh, but for the longest time. Uh, the Browns didn't have anyone worth drafting whatsoever. Uh, maybe the kicker, if your league played a kicker, that was about it. Yeah. <laughs> and so now it's kind of nice that every year I can get a quality Brown or two on my roster and uh, do some damage with them. Um, I'd like to so, see how, how Dallas Goddard does without Zach Ertz on the yeah. team anymore. Right. Let's see. Let's see what happens there. Um, you know, isn't you don't. He isn't he out because of COVID? Did I see that? Goddard? Is he? I could have sworn I read because I, I had him in the other league and I traded him. Um, and then I remembered, I thought I saw last night something about him being on the COVID list. Nope. Okay. Maybe, maybe I misread it. I just thought that's what I saw. So, real quick question, just because you think the, the, Ra- the Eagles are going to play them, uh, Pretty tightly, uh, the Raiders. That is, uh, how do you think the Ra- the uh, Eagles will do against the uh, the Broncos? Just out of curiosity. How do I think the Raiders do against the Broncos? No, I'm sorry, not the Raiders. The Eagles against the Broncos. Eagles I Broncos. They, I think they keep it tight. You know, Eagles have a good defense, man. You know, and and Sirianni has proven he needs to find an offensive coordinator. <laughs> you know, like. Like you have too much talent on that team. Like I know, I know the offensive line has been hurt, but there's still some big boys up front, right? And just right, you know, and let them let them eat, man. Let them go run block. It's going to set up Jalen Hurts to be way more successful. Well, and like you've kind of touched it on in the past, why the Eagles don't run a lot more RPO, I I don't understand because like Jalen Hurts, Miles Sanders, and Smith would be perfect for for the rpo so why why they're not doing that i i don't i don't know and i feel like that's a big big question mark headed into uh you know heading into the offseason they gotta figure out why that why you're not doing that with those those players specifically and i feel like if if you want game well in the game put them in the slot right you know like i mean real so they have smith and rager right smith and rager Hold on. So you got Smith Rager. Number three is is who? 
Fulka? Come on. You know, like just put put Gainwell in a slot, right? Let him let him go out there. Still have Sanders on the field. You got Goddard and you have Hurts, right? It just doesn't make any sense to me why they don't package the offense to be scary, right? Like you, any one of those guys can burn you, right? So if even if you decide to double team Smith, you still got to worry about Gainwell, still got to worry about Rager, you still got to worry about Goddard, and you still have to worry about Sanders. Somebody's going to be open, and all of them can make plays. Right. I, I just don't – I don't get it. You know, is it is it the fact that, like, when they played, who did they lose to last week? I have to look. They lost 26-22. Oh, Tampa Bay, yeah. They played and Tampa they, Bay. And they played them tight, right? Like, Tampa Bay only put up 26 points, you know, but they didn't run the ball until the fourth quarter. And – it looked like Jalen was running for his life for the first three quarters. Like he just didn't have any time, right? So, again, let the big boys eat and let them go out and pass run block for a little bit. Let them, let them muscle up. You know, play the game. I don't know. But that's why I'm on a podcast and not an NFL sideline. <laughs> well, I was going to say, after we're done commissioning our new college football league we made, we can go uh... – Run the offense for a team. I think somebody. I mean, somebody, you know. Real quick, there's one last point I wanted to bring up about OBJ. Not to just completely cut it back to the Bengals or the Browns, but I just wanted to uh, uh, bring this up. The one thing, the one telling play that happened was there was a uh, kind of a trick play they tried to, to run with, to Schwartz, where, you know, it was a handoff to Johnson and he flipped the ball to Schwartz running the other way. That's yeah. an OBJ play. Yeah, that is an OBJ play. OBJ should be running that play. The fact that he wasn't, I think, is very telling. It's the one thing I noticed, and that's all I wanted to say. I meant to say it when we were talking about the Browns. I just forgot about it. And talking about, you know, Gainwell and all that made me think about it for remember it for whatever reason. So run that hey. play with Gainwell. Yeah. So I'm not impressed with Sirianni. You know how I feel. He he's he. It sounds like a red wine. That you buy Seven <laughs> Eleven. You want me to? Do you want me to change the intro? Yeah. We need a new Loy soundbite. All right. Yeah. I'll, I'll I'll go back and listen for some sound bites. I got to start deleting our old episodes. I have like all of them on my computer still, like all forty some odd episodes now. Yeah. Anyway, Chiefs um, Titans. Chiefs Chief Titans. Titans. So this is must win for the Chiefs, right? Yes. I don't think they have the defense to stop Derrick Henry. I think Derrick Henry rumbles for another freaking 190 yards and three scores. I don't see him stopping Derrick Henry. I don't think they have the, the pass defense to stop Ryan Tannehill. And who who would have thought that those words would come out of anybody's mouth, right? They don't have the defense to stop Ryan Tannehill, let alone Derrick Henry. They're in fucking trouble. <laughs> So, so fun fact, I actually, so my two fantasy quarterbacks in our league are Derek Carr and Ryan Tannehill. Without looking at it, who do you think's projected for more points this week? Tannehill. They're both high, yeah. Tannehill by a point. Tannehill's projected for 20, which is huge because he hasn't scored anywhere near 20 all, all year. Uh, so the fact that he's projected for 20 against the Chiefs, all that being said, do you think, do you think the, uh, the Titans do it? Do you think the Titans win? Yeah. yeah, I think I think Derrick Henry's enough to keep the off the Chiefs off the field. It's it's in it's in it's in Tennessee, right? Yeah, yeah. it's at Tennessee. Yeah, yeah, they win. So points per game, Tennessee's not that far behind them, and they're giving up less points per game. They're giving up less yards per game, and. It's not that close. So, question. Let's just let's just play it forward. So, we're in agreement that the Titans probably win this game, right? Yep. What happens I mean, with the Chiefs? Do the Chiefs make the playoffs this year? No. No. That's they, they, they would have to run the table after that. And I don't think they have the uh, – I don't think they got the ammo to do that. Yeah, their whole team seems to just be Mahomes, Kelsey, and uh, Hill. And if any one of them have an off game, that's it. 
I think they're looking at 10 and 7 or 11 and 6. Does 11 and 6 get you in the playoffs in the AFC? You think the Chiefs are looking at 11 and 6? Yep. So who so you think they don't so if they lose to Tennessee they're 3 and 4. So you're saying they would only lose two games the rest of the year? Well, I said 10 and 7 or 11 and 6. Okay. <laughs> That's what I said, but I but my question is if they finish on the on the better end of that, does 11 and 5 11 and 6 get you in the playoffs in the AFC? I don't think it does. They, well, I mean, it, it gets you in a tiebreaker. It gets you it gets you, you know, week 17 or week 18 actually now is is very interesting for them. But I don't uh like I mean like, we did this a few weeks ago. Let's do it again. So they got the Titans. I think they lose. Right. So now they're three and four. Giants win. Packers. I'm gonna say lose. I like it just it's just based off of the fact that they both have good offenses. Packers have a whenever you have two good offenses going against each other, the team with the slightly better defense. And the Packers are way better on defense. That I mean, and it's in Lambeau, and it's in Lambeau. Yeah, I, I, that's that's a loss. So they're back to they're back to five hundred, right? Uh, so win loss. No, they're still they're still they they're, they'd be four and five. So they're game under. Okay. Right at Raiders. At Raider, ooh, they win. We'll we'll give them that one. So they're. What would that be? I'm sorry, I lost count. Five and five. Five and five. All right. Versus the Cowboys. Cowboys win, unless unless something happens between now and then. I don't see the Cowboys losing that game. Versus Broncos. They'll win. So six and six. Six and seven. Right. No, they so, were five and five. Lost. So the let's Cowboys. just count wins. They're going to beat the Giants. They're going to beat the Raiders. They're going to beat the Broncos. They play the Raiders again. I think they split with the Raiders. I think the Raiders take one. Okay. So we'll give them that at the Chargers. Loss. Versus the Steelers. Win. At Bengals. Oof. I don't know, man. I I, I don't know. I'll give them I'll give them a win just, just for the sake of continuing the segment. I I'd have to look more at that game as it happens. At Broncos. Win. So that's six wins. So they they have three so, right now. So they're nine and eight. Nine and eight. They don't make the playoffs at nine and eight. Nine and, and eight. That's, and, that, and that's with us giving them Cincinnati, which I don't think is, you know. At Cincinnati, no less. Yeah. I mean, that's with us giving them at Cincinnati. So. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I, I don't think. Yeah, I think we we can say here in week seven that the Chiefs aren't going to make it. That's a that's, no. that's that's a bold statement, man. Right? It's a bold that's, statement for us to predict in week seven the Chiefs will not make the playoffs. But I agree with it. How they're going to play? I can't see how they do. That like their defense would have to like do a complete one eighty, right? Like yep. They'd have to make some vicious trades in the next week. November 2nd's the trade day deadline. They need some help. <laughs> I'm glad you brought that up. I want to get to the trade deadline here in a minute. Just I want to do a like a fantasy trade situation. Um, but we'll, we'll come back to that in a second. Um, other, I mean, you know, this week there's a lot of good teams going against crappy teams. Um, you know, you got the Rams at or Lions at Rams, so Rams should easily win that. Uh, Bucks over Bears should be pretty easy. So the only other good game. So before we get to the Bengals or Ravens, let's, my, let, let's just go through it real quick. Bucks and okay. Bears, Buccaneers, Cardinals, okay. Texans, Cardinals. Yep. Rams, Lions, Rams. Rams. And, yep. and and unless Jared Goff is feeling frisky and goes the fuck off, but. You know, that's a one in a million shot. Yeah. Uh, Ravens, Bengals. That's the game I want to talk about. We'll come back to we'll that. We'll come one. back to that. Giants, Panthers in New York. I think the Panthers win that game, man. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll, I'll say the Panthers. You got, you got uh, Barkley sitting, Tony sitting, Galladay sitting. 
Yeah. So yeah. Jets, Patriots, Patriots, Dolphins, Falcons. It's the pillow fight of the week. Um, Falcons. I think the Falcons. Yeah, Falcons I think we're winning even on all these teams. Uh, Colts, Niners is the only other one. Colts, Niners. Niners I mean, Niners are banged up. I think they're banged up bad. But I think their defense is good enough to like. I don't think the Colts have enough of an offense to. Line is four right now. Line is four, so it's a. Mm. I mean, so that's saying if it was a completely neutral field, the Niners are just the better team. They're zero two at home. Yeah, their two losses are to Green Bay and. I'm, I'm going to go out on a limb and go Colts. Colts? All right, I'll take the Niners just so we disagree on a game. Uh, Seahawks, Saints. Oh, forgot about that one. Um, oof. I'm going to say... It's in Seattle. Saints have good luck in Seattle. I'm going to go with the Saints. Okay. So that leaves us... But the game of the week, the Bengals, Bengals and the Ravens. At Ravens. What's the line? Is that the game of the week? I think so. Uh, it's, I mean, it's, a, it's a one o'clock game right now. Yeah, and it's, it's the only game that's got two teams with winning records against each other. What's what's the four o'clock? Well, the four o'clock game is typically the game of the week, though. I mean, the, with the way that I guess the in the four o'clock window, I mean... Either it, the game of the week is either going to be Lions at Rams just because of the, the trade that happened. So you're following the story, or I guess Buck Bears versus Bucks. Or Philly Raiders. Philly Raiders, yeah. I mean it's probably it, Philly Raiders if they if they're if they're going for uh fan bases. Yeah, but I mean yeah, I, out of all the games, Bengals Ravens is the only winning record versus winning record. Yeah. It's a good one. What's the line? The line right now is six and a half for the Ravens. It's a big line. I feel like that's a little too big. That's a big line. I mean, the Ravens did just completely demolish somebody, though. The Chargers? Yeah. And well, they weren't, yeah, it wasn't some schmuck they, team. They weren't even playing. Yeah. They, <laughs> yeah. It was like 30-something to six, if I remember correctly. Um, Bengals have a slight, slightly better defense. Ravens have a better offense. The Ravens are the Ravens are putting up a, a, a ungodly four hundred thirty six yards a game. Bengals are giving up 350, so something's got to give there. Right. Right. The Bengals are, are putting up 364. The Ravens are giving up 377. So if if just, just stat-wise, right, Ravens should win this game. I don't think they cover the spread, though. Yeah, six points seems like too much for me. The other, the other uh, nod I'll give to the Ravens, well, two more nods. One, it's at Baltimore, which helps. And two, the Bengals are still young. You know, like, they're, they're kind of, I mean, for as much as you said the Eagles are playing with house money, I feel kind of like the Bengals are playing with house money, too, because I think they're kind of a year ahead of yeah. maybe even they probably thought they were. Yeah, I agree with um, that. So, yeah. Personally, so, I'd, I'd like to see the Bengals win. But, yeah, I mean, especially the six-point line, they're clearly indicating the Ravens. The bulk of the Ravens' yards allowed, though, is, is passing yards. So they stopped the run, but they give up passing yards. But they did just beat my boy Herbert. So, yeah, well, and that's the thing. Like, I, I, I feel, I feel like the Bengals are a slightly worse Chargers team right now. Yeah. Right? Agreed. So, I mean, they walloped them too. I, I mean, it, it's going to be Ravens now. Now that we're talking through it, I, I'll go Ravens. 
I just think it's since it's a division game, because um, as much as I'll say the, the the Bengals are a year ahead, they're also young enough to not know they're supposed to get blown out in this game. So uh, I'll, I'll say Ravens by, yeah, like by a four, something like that. Like I'll say like 27. Well, yeah, we'll say 28, 24. That's where I'll go with that. Ooh. 31-27. 31-27? All right. Yeah. Man, did and, we agree on everything except the Colts? And, and, and that one's just a coin flip, really, to be honest. Yeah. So. Oof. So, wrap up week seven. Um, what I want to talk about real quick with the trade deadline, quickly approaching fantasy trades. If you were to see the Eagles trade, and we'll leave draft picks out of it, just like acquire a player and who you'd be willing to give up for him. What would you do? Anybody? I mean, it's got to be realistic. Like, <laughs> yeah, like they're, they're not going to acquire like, you know, Patrick Mahomes for. Let's, uh, they need a linebacker. Okay. You know who's got a linebacker? Who? Browns. Who? <laughs> Mac Wilson. You can have him on the cheap. <laughs> you don't need him anymore. Yeah. Realistically speaking, realistically speaking, that would be like Mac Jones for like a fifth round pick. Is it probably about what that would do? But you can, you know, you can even throw picks in because that's how these trades get done. No one trades players for players straight up anymore. No, it's 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 late round draft picks. Um, do you think Deshaun Watson gets traded? I mean, they got to do something with him, right? Because, I mean, at this point, how many years does he have left on his contract? I'm not even sure. Because, I, I mean, I feel like he just resigned, so he's probably got a few. He's probably got a couple, but... They got to do something. I mean, he's the only asset they have, right? Like outside of maybe Cooks. I think that if the Browns get Cooks. They're well, that's, that's who I – so my trade, my trade is uh, – <laughs> so it's kind of it's going two, two, uh, two layers here. Now, I know players are injured and whatnot, but – I would take our our freshly minted uh, Johnson. I'd shine him up real nice. I'd package him with OBJ. And maybe, you know, we could probably do this straight up. Straight up for Braden Cooks and uh, what's their their running back's name that was on the um, the Cardinals for a while? He used to be really good. Now he's Johnson. Johnson. David Johnson. Johnson. That's that's the trade I would like to see. It gives it gives uh, it gives the Texans a player I can think of off the top of my head. Uh, it maybe gives uh, Deshaun Watson incentive to stay. It gives them uh, a better running back, at least on paper, at least you know eye test wise, than anything they have going on right now. And it gets I, I, it gets uh, OBJ's contract off the books. Um, you know, we hope that Cooks has a better, uh, you know, chemistry with Baker. It lets Schwartz uh, slide into that pure over-the-top threat that he was drafted to be, and it gives us a, an extra running back for our injury ro- injury woes right now. And who knows? Maybe put Derek Johnson behind our line, or I'm sorry, David Johnson behind our line, and maybe uh, not going to say he's going to be like. 2017 DJ, but you know, maybe we can get 2019 DJ out of it. He hadn't been the same since, since he broke his hand, man. He had that phenomenal season. He was number one draft pick in everybody's fantasy league and he broke his hand and came on. Yeah. You know, that's, that's, and has never, and has never been the same. <clears throat> Cause if, if we don't include the running backs, then it would be like, it, it would be like uh, OBJ and, See, I don't know. Do you? Do you I, I'd assume if we were trading for Cooks with OBJ, right? I, I feel like we'd have to, with the Browns, would have to include a pick, don't you think? 
Really? I think so. OBJ's been hit. They came mean, out the same year. What? They came out the same year. They were drafted the same draft. Uh, I mean, OBJ, since he's been with the Browns, he's he's only played like maybe half the games since coming to Cleveland. Has Cook's been the same since he got knocked the fuck out by the Eagles? I mean... Because he got knocked the fuck out by the Eagles. I <laughs> mean... That was one of the most vicious hits I've ever seen. I will say this. I have him in my fantasy, in my other fantasy league, and he puts up consistently 16 points a game. So He I mean, has to, though. He plays for the Texans. Right, but he, he's, he's not going to come to put up out. 10. He's not going to be the Browns, come to the Browns and be a number one, and we're not heavy relying on the passing game. We just need the threat of it. And I just think he presents a better, a better threat than OBJ because it's been exposed that OBJ, just for whatever reason, doesn't mesh with Baker Mayfield. Uh, I don't know what's going on with OBJ, but I, I think that Cooks has better hand skills right now. Yeah. You know. That's why I think like OBJ in a sixth for Cooks. Probably. Eh, do it. Yeah. Although ESPN is predicting uh, you're going to trade for, I want to say, an offensive lineman and, and yeah, give up uh, with Dallas. They're predicting Mac Wilson goes to Dallas and you guys get an offensive tackle. That that would be that wouldn't be uh, bad. We need we need line depth. You know, the interesting thing that's going to happen, the, the one brand to keep an eye on uh, is David Njoku. He almost played his way out of Cleveland last year, but I'd argue he's our best, like, tight end by far this year. Yeah. So he'll, he'll be an interesting one to watch, too. Um, it'll be interesting to see. I mean, the NFL's never like baseball. There's never a lot of trades, but it'll be interesting to see who, who would be a buyer. So the Bucks are a buyer. They need secondary help. Uh, the Chiefs are a buyer. They need defensive help, right? Like if they if they win this game, they're buyers for sure, right? If they lose the game, are they still buyers? I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so. Are you are you out of it at three and four? I think in the AFC. Yeah, I think so. Because their their division's too tough. They're not gonna. They're not gonna. I think at the end of the year they might split with the Raiders, but I think at the end of the year the Raiders are gonna have a better record than them. So the Bills are four and two. The Ravens are five and one. Bengals are four and two. Titans are four and two. Chargers and Raiders are four and two. Right. So that's one, two, three, four, five, six teams for seven playoff spots. Right. And then you got you still got the the Browns who are four and three. You got the Bengals who, um, well, you already named the Bengals. So I mean, you got the Browns. So that's seven, and they'd have they'd have a two game lead if the Chiefs were to lose this weekend. I think the Chiefs make it at ten and seven, but if they go nine and eight like we predicted, they're in trouble. Well, we're not even sure if they'll go nine and eight because no, we we're not giving them Cincinnati. They it's, get very. Eight, nine. If there was ever a year that we were going to see a playoff race like we typically see in the NFC, we're going to see it this year in the AFC. It's come back down to earth. Like in years past, like the AFC was just monsters, right? Like any one of those teams, it was pretty much the Pats and everybody else. But like they had, they had some quality teams in the playoffs. Everybody had a winning record. You know, and it wasn't even close, right? But the NFC this year, you know, the top four teams in my mind right now are all NFC teams. Cardinals, Rams, Bucks, Cowboys. Yep. As much as I hate to say it, but yep. Yeah, yeah. You don't think the Ravens are better than the Cowboys? Neutral field? No. Hmm. Okay. The cow, so it's the four teams in NFC. Uh, either they have a stellar defense or they make defensive plays at the right time, right? You know, so it, it's that's that's the recipe, right? Like, you have to have a good defense or a defense that makes opportunities happen, and the Cowboys do that, right? Like, 
there was that thing going back and forth uh, on the page where, you know, a giant fan wanted to, you know, throw some shade at, at what's his fucking name? Diggs, Trayvon Diggs, right? Oh, he's, just, he's a ball hawk, man. He still gets burned, blah, blah, blah. He has 10 interceptions in his first 16 games. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I, I, uh, picked up I picked up Dallas's defense in the other league just simply because uh, of him, because that's how you get points. Uh, real quick, just to cut back to the, the games, that's the last thing I want to talk about. Just uh, what is the line on the Cardinals-Texans, just out of curiosity? Because I yeah. said, 34? 34? No, I'm kidding. I was like, Jesus. <laughs> it's a college spread. No, it's uh, – let me find out. It's, uh, do you want to bet if it's double digit before I pull it up? Oh, it's easily double digits. It's easily. Is it two touchdowns? What's been the largest spread we've seen this year? It's this game. Is it? It's okay. 18. Yeah, I was going to say 18. Wow. Okay, because I, I, I did say I don't usually predict teams to win by 10. Definitely will predict them to win by 10. Do they cover 18? Yep. You think? Yeah. I'm going to have to put a parlay bet in and include that game because the, 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 the payoff is going to be very enticing. If I parlay that with some other games, hell yeah. What's the uh, what's the over under on that game? Forty seven and a half. How's that? Wait a minute. So that means thirty eight twenty is fifty eight points. So twenty eight ten. Twenty eight ten is eighteen. It's easily a twenty eight ten game. Yeah, four touchdowns. Yeah, no. Yeah. You think the Texans maybe keep it close for a quarter, or you think it's just going to be? I think it's balls out. I think Davis Mills is in trouble, man. I think he's going to get sacked 17 times. Oh, man. I mean, who do they have? Like, who do they have? The Cardinals have a sneaky good defense. Okay. They have the number one overall defense, don't they? That's where it's up there. That's a good question. Depends on how you rate it. You know, I think that they rate it typically by um, total yards. Dude, it's still raining. Jesus. So they have the number three scoring defense. That's pretty awesome. They've given up 109 points in six games. Yeah. So that's 18 points a game. Yeah. I know this. Uh, they're in our league. They are my fantasy defense right now. They are projected to get 11 points, which is crazy for defense. Yeah. They have the number nine passing defense. And the number 24 rushing defense. And if I go by total yards that they've given up, they're number 11. Yeah. So let's go to offense. And it's at Arizona. Yeah, it's a bad week to be a Texan. They're going to. Maybe, maybe they need to take my strategy. I was talking about the Browns and just rest all their starters, just put their second string out there. Why risk anybody, right? Maybe this is the game you start to Sean Watson. <laughs> take him off the uh, healthy scratch list. Where's team offense? What the fuck? Their offense has to be like top three. I want to see what Houston is. Oh, Houston? Uh, If I was to guess, I'm just going to say 27th. 
Because I'm going to guess the Jets are worse. 18. Oh, 18. Wow. Okay. They have the number four passing offense. That's because they're, they're always behind, though, so they're throwing yeah. a lot. Yeah. That's Brendan Cooks, baby. That's why we browse need to trade for him. I'll buy a Cook, Cooks jersey. They have the number 31 rushing offense. Also why their passing offense is so high. So they're playing into Arizona's strength. Their strength is Arizona's strength. Their weakness is Arizona's weakness. So I mean doesn't bode, doesn't bode well for the Texans. Yeah, it doesn't. I mean, they'll still get some passing yards just because they're going to throw it. They're going to have to throw it 80 times this game to even have a chance. But like, and by chance, I mean to cover. Um, but yeah, it's yikes. Okay, well, we've officially spent way more time on Texans Cardinals than I think anyone really needed to. But uh, I mean, I think we need to give Cardinals a little bit more love than we do. Yeah, that's right? fair. They're, they're the they're the only remaining un- unbe- unbeaten team. Like we should definitely spend a little bit more time digging into them. Give them their just due. Oh, normally I would. It's just, it's against the Texans. There's only so many ways I can say the Cardinals are going to destroy the Texans. Well, here's an underlying factor as to as to why either. And this goes back to a conversation we had early on, I think in preseason. Uh, J.J. Watt is playing good. Yeah. Uh, he's, been, he's been a disruptor. It doesn't matter that he's not an every down player. Like when he's in there, he's making shit happen. And he's playing his old team. And so is Hopkins. I think both of them, Want to have big games? Yep. I feel better for the Texans. It's not yeah. going to be eighteen. That's an insane line. Yeah. I haven't I haven't bet a game all season for real. I got to find a parlay for this weekend to throw that game in. You know, a little twenty twenty five dollar parlay. You know. I mean, I feel like. Out. I feel like this is the week. I feel like this is the week you make that 16 team bet, you know? It's it, it might it, it might be the week I make that. Bring that $25 into 700 grand. I feel like that I feel like this is the week to do it if you're going to do it cuz the the I mean I, I, it just it seems so obvious, right? Like the only the only question mark games are the Niners Colts and I'll say Dolphins Falcons just because you never know what Falcons you're going to get, but every other game seems pretty Pretty easy to pick. So the Falcons should win that game hands down. Hands down. Like, give me the passing leaders. Yeah, but funny thing is, Matt Ryan's number four right now, dude. Right. For total passing yards. That's because they're also always behind. Well, that and uh, what's his face? Uh, Wrong season. Patterson's been having himself a season. Wrong season. My bad. That was last year. So he's number 25. <laughs> Oops. Oops. I guess Julio was kind of important to your team. That's that that's why we need a, a producer. So we uh I guess Julio was kind of important. A little bit. Uh what's his face? Daniel Jones is still He's number 22. I go by QBR. You know that. He's number 22. All right, brother. Well, uh, I'm going to cut it there. We need to go get dinner before it gets much later. So. All right, my man. Have good a good podcast. I feel like we got a, I feel like we got a lot a lot of good stuff in this week. So. We did. Yeah. I will catch you next week. And, uh, yeah, enjoy, enjoy the games. All right, man. You too. Take it easy. Later. Do you ever disagree with what's said on this podcast? Well, come join us on the Facebook page that started it all, Football Trash Talk for Real Fans. You can let Loy know how much the Eagles suck, tell Atticus how delusional he is about all New York sports, remind Chris that the Browns are one of four teams to never reach the Super Bowl, or even talk about the hottest slot receiver of all time, Randall Cobb. Whatever you do, just don't be a fan of the NFC East. We have enough of that crap already. Come check us out. There's always more room at the barbecue. Anyway, 
This has been the Football Trash Talk for Real Fans podcast. It's been a pleasure, and as always, F your team. Stay safe out there.